we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. The podcast of the Leafs. Uh. Oh, too soon. <laughs> How you doing, Nesbit? I'm doing great. You Bruins fan. Uh, yeah. Loser. Josh, with your Maiden shirt and your Toronto Maple Leafs scarf on. Yeah. You look so sad. Yeah. You stabbed me in the back. <laughs> stabbed me in the back. So, explain to everyone... Yeah, if they're not hockey fans, what happened? Yeah, we're both hockey fans. The Nesbitt team cheated and clawed its way past our virtuous team, and they're in the second round and we're out. Yeah, you've been eliminated. Eliminated. For the third time in seven games in six years by your team of assholes. <laughs> and I was in Florida. Yes. Watching the games down there. Because I went down to Florida for a week. Yeah. Brought back a whole bunch of beers, by the way, for the podcast. Oh, great. Awesome. Um, that's totally what I wanted. To I was watching a couple game. of cans of beer. Awesome! Oh, we lost the playoffs, which I, you know, I was watching the games down there. Yeah, game seven ended, and I was yes. trying to think of the perfect, uh, perfect text to send you. And then I just put my phone down. And I was like, Yeah, I didn't text you. No, I didn't talk to you until today when I got back. Yeah. I think so. you you did text me something midway through, like, Oh, you guys are playing well. And I was oh, like, that was the for the game six. Oh, the game yeah. seven. Yeah, I almost threw my phone at the window. <laughs> I was like, do not text me ever again. Heartbroken. I didn't reply. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, you can't, there's nothing you can do. Like, you know, you're, you're lying there impaled, guts on the floor, blood going everywhere. It's like, oh, nice showing. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, anyway. so you like the Bruins. Right. Uh, but you're not really, you're a hockey fan, but, you know, like you watch, a bit. like, I, I'm wearing a, my scarf right now. I listen to about an hour and a half on average per day, at least podcast. Generally, it's like, peaks out at three hours but i don't listen to much on the weekends and i watch every single game including preseason See, this argument yeah. i disagree with your argument so uh, i've been a, a bruins fan since i was a kid yeah i have a picture of me the day i was brought home from the hospital in a bruins jersey yeah my wife me and both my daughters have bruins jerseys that's right when i was a kid my room was like bruins wall to wall yeah so you're using the argument of that i would say where it's like that's like someone saying you're not a Maiden fan because you don't, you yeah. can't name every B side. Like yeah. your your depth of how much exactly where I was down the go. rabbit hole you go. I don't think means yeah. that you're a bigger Doesn't fan. Mean, I wouldn't say I'm no. a bigger fan because I know all the stuff about Maiden than a guy next to me that only, you know, yeah. knows the. 80 stuff, but he loved the band. It's how much you love the band. It doesn't have to do with like, you know more about Maiden than I do. Yeah, if something happened with Maiden, I'd take it hard, but you take it harder. Yeah, maybe. I don't you know. know. I, I don't know. I think how much you love the band yeah. is how big of a fan you are. Okay, I'm not, I'm not trying to Because, I mean, say... I know a lot yeah. about some bands that I don't really even like that much. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of them just because I know a lot about them. That's right. Okay, so so we, we come on to the we come on to the podcast. Yeah. And then, you know, um, Paul Diano has some... He's part of Gog Magog. And you're yeah. trying to... You're actively spend your time trying to find that vinyl. I listened right. to it twice and just hung my head in shame that he ever was involved with this. Yeah, I'm and, also hanging my head in shame. And I would have never it. known about it except we had to go deep on it. Right. I can name people three tiers deep in our Leafs hierarchy. Like, I, I watch everybody coming up. I track right. them all. But I don't like, think that makes you a bigger fan than some no. guy who's who's like 80, who's been watching the Leafs for 80 years. But I wasn't arguing I'm a bigger fan. I'm just saying, when oh. you invest at that level, 
Oh, it hurts those more. Outco- <laughs> Maybe they hurt more, but you're just so... Like, I, when you spend all of your... So, I will put I it this I think I know what you're saying. No, I'll, I'll, okay. let me explain. Okay. If you spend all of your time tracking kids coming through a team and you just live it all the time, all the analytics... So, this yeah. would be like if uh, yeah. Ed Fourth one crashed into a mountain. Yes. I think it would affect us a lot more than your average Maiden fan. Because we have, like, spent 100 hours... Talking about Iron Maiden over the last two years. Maybe. And I've invested so much money and I have a room in my house that's like covered in Maiden stuff. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I heard you're saying. Yeah. But I also do a podcast with a fan of the other team, which sucks right now. I would, <laughs> you know, it'd be like a Man City Man United podcast. I've been wanting so bad today. to like rub it in and I've been on like on the internet and mm. you see all these memes. I saw one of like... Don't send them to me. These videos of like... They take yeah. Austin Matthews' face and Brad Marchand's face and put them in these movie scenes. Yeah, and they're like very. It, I was like, "Oh, Josh would love. I'd love to oh, send no. this to Josh." You can't. And I've just, I haven't said. It, I didn't even say a word to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm always usually good, good, good <laughs> fodder for too. Like Washington put us out two years ago. Yeah, like we are a perpetual loser team, even though we have an amazing. Your hopes were high this year, though. But I can like look. You can you can you know divorce your wife, change your religion. You can't change your sports team. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. And, Let's leave it. At and that. Leave the hockey to that. Let's so I was in Florida watching games you're up here so it was like 30 degrees down there yeah and i came back last night it's minus two here and we're in the middle of an ice storm and we're back in josh's loft yes for this episode which has been a while because i think the last like four or five or six even were yeah we did in my basement lunch in your yeah we're sitting here looking out the window and there's like ice beating against it so if you hear background noise it's an ice storm at the end of april in eastern canada intermixed with me crying yeah that was not me crying. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of me crying. Let's have a beer. Fuck this. Let's All right. have a beer. Yeah. What have you got here? So this I brought one... a bunch of beers back from Florida. Yeah. We'll get. I'm going to gradually bring those out over the next. Yeah, we're going to few probably, weeks. I, yeah. I've also um, got a bunch from Nova Scotia Craft. My father brought in. Okay. So we're going to break those. That'd be out. awesome. We got tons of beer in the pipe. So we got a lot of beers in the pipe for the next and ten or twelve episodes. And when this airs, I will be in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, look at the bright side. I don't have to worry about watching. You can oh. drown your sorrows in cigars and rum. So. It sucks so bad. Anyway, tell them what beer we have for uh, this we... episode. Then we'll get into the maiden. <laughs> we have, uh, this is called the Ursula. But remember that beer we did? I think it was the second best we said. It was, it, this is the St. John's Brew Pub. It's the Mill Street downtown. But it's one of these beers that they, remember they age it in those... Um, those casks. Uh, yeah, those casks. This is a barrel-aged Imperial Plumstone. It's not a... Jameson cask is it? It was anyway. I, remember. I should look into it, but it's a small batch. They aged it in a um, so a plum it, stout. It is a I've plum stout aged in a whiskey cask. Let's just say it's a okay. Jameson cask. I don't think it is Jameson, but it is a whiskey cask. Anyway, ten point seven percent. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. What up? This is a, what, almost 11%? It's 10.7. Okay. Which uh, rounds up to 11. So not one of what Josh calls driving beers. This is not a driving beer. This is a teams of the playoffs beer. <laughs> this is Drown Your Sorrows beer. <laughs> I know. I'm going to try and tie everything back to. <laughs> yeah. If this is the first episode of the podcast you've ever listened to, there's not usually so much hockey talk. But there's not, if, if this is the first episode of the podcast you listen to and you heard hockey talk and you tune out, bad luck. This smells amazing. Yes, but if you want to enjoy me at my peaks, you got to enjoy me at my lows. <laughs> What's that? You know, it's like, yeah. if you want me at my best, you got to have me at my worst. <laughs> this is my worst, Nesbitt. This is... 
amazing this beer. It's an excellent beer. Quit sucking up to me, Bruin. <laughs> this is excellent. Oh my god, that's good. Oh my god. This tastes like a 4%. I, like, you could easily pound a bottle of oh, this. Two of these, and it's like your team's still in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so what's happening to Maidenland? So, I was in Florida. Yeah. I was three and a half hour drive away from Rock and Roll Ribs. Yes. Sure beats my 15 minutes. <laughs> and I was still contemplating doing a day trip to yes. Rock and Roll Ribs. But I was like, I'm only down there for a week. That's a whole day. It's three and a half hour drive to go there and then a three and a half hour drive back. Mm. And I wouldn't be able to, you know, I wouldn't be able to have a few beers and drive back. I'd have to stay overnight and blah, 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 blah. So I was like... Anyway, I didn't end up going to Rock and Roll Ribs. But I did, before I went, I found an Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast pinball machine. No. I googled for all over. There's a place, a, a pinball website that I found where they have, like, all the pinball machines. And people go and they, like, catalog which machines are in which bars and which are places. So I found a bar. It was a pub. Hmm. 45 minutes from where I was in Florida. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go play this Iron Maiden pinball machine. I'm going to play it and play it and play it and play it and come back here and have a full review. So I get in the car. Um, the wife and kids were going to the beach. I was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to drive 45 minutes. I get there. I go in. I look around. Pinball machine's not there. I asked the bartender. He's like, we had it, but we rotated it out and we have another pinball machine in. And you know what pinball machine they replaced it with? The Beatles pinball machine. No. So I drove 45 minutes, and there's a Beatles pinball machine there, and the Beatles pinball machine is horrible. There's no ramps or anything. It's just Are like, you shitting right now? It's almost like a retro, old-style pinball machine. It's horrible. And if I didn't... <laughs> people have heard me rant about the Beatles before. Yeah. It was You're like joking. This was like a slap in the face. It couldn't have gone any worse. You actually went there, and there was, Oh, my God. What happened to the... Did they tell you? They rotate. Yeah, he's like... No, they rotate them, I guess. Like, space to space, so it's still in circulation. Yeah. Not some guy. And then I looked, and the next one was, like, up in uh, north of Tampa Bay, oh up in God. Clearwater somewhere, which was, like, an hour and a half, and I was like, I'm not driving another... <laughs> and anyway, so I, I I put a dollar... They take dollar bills. I put a dollar bill into this Beatles pinball machine. Yeah. I played two... And I got... You get three games, like, three yeah. games of three balls each. I played the first two balls of the first game, yeah. and I was about to pull the plunger on the third ball, and I just was like, I'm not playing this anymore. This isn't even fun. Yeah. And I just left it there. I was like, yeah, some kid will find it. And the only way it would be better games. is if in the corner there's this like dark black paddle with an extra button. You know the extra paddle? And it's like like got the automatic game ends, and then you hit it, and the ball goes through, and it fires like after, and it's the Yoko Ono paddle. <laughs> Now that. I guarantee that would ruin be your ironic. Game. Yeah. And, and that would be the only way a Beatle fan would be like, oh, I died. Oh, wait. That makes sense. So trip to Florida. No rock and roll ribs. No Legacy of the Beast. I gave it a good try for the Legacy of the Beast pinball machine. Yeah. But uh, anyway. This was, is like the I was most. pretty rotted. Th- yeah. So you started the story. You're like, oh, it's raining here. But I just got back from Florida with all these craft beers. But it went down. And my pinball machine wasn't there. And I couldn't get to rock and roll. This is like the most. My team went through the playoffs. But. The pinball machine was in there. It's like not yeah. everything. I, I got I got almost a royal flush, but I got a straight flush. <laughs> Suck it, Nesbitt. This beer is amazing. This is a really I'm actually good beer. starting to feel good. I'm coming around for You're the coming podcast. around. Okay, good. I'm coming around. The other thing, some good stuff. I got yeah. when I was in Florida are these the Iron mm. Maiden the Digipack reissues. Digipack. I finally reissues. bought the bullet and got them. Bit the bullet. What did I say? You said you bought the bullet. Oh, which is technically the, what the you did. Bu- yeah. Okay. These, um, wow, these are cool paper. Uh, yeah, they're digipacks. Yeah, yeah. Digipack. What does that mean? 
That's just the, they're not the plastic jewel cage cases. They just call those paper cardboard sleeves. Yeah. But so these, I haven't so, listened to them all yet. I listened to one of them in the car. Yeah. I can't tell if they sound different or not. I need to listen to them back to on your back headphones, yeah. or something. Because when you put when you get in the car and you put a CD in and you turn it up specifically to listen to how it's mixed. Yeah. I think if I did that with any CD, because you're spending so much attention to it. You'd be like, oh, I never noticed that before. Yeah, but your ear is also a blunt instrument. Like, you're so deep now into the podcast recording stuff. Have you ever thought about playing this through where you can see the sound waves and stuff? Yeah, I've done that before with uh, yeah. different... Well, that's how you can tell, like, Dance of Death is, like, mixed so loud. It's, like, yeah, even we, clipped, right? It's yeah, like, we did a whole thing on that. You, you talked about the loud right. thing. Yeah. yeah. So these sound pretty good, but, I mean, I need to listen to them back-to-back with something to tell. But I, the reason I got them was because... I went to store to store here. I can't find them for sale anywhere where they sell CDs here. I can't find them online in Canada for like any kind of yeah. decent price. They're like twenty something dollars each in Canada. Do you know how much the Power Slave so, one was? So you, Six dollars and something. Yeah, it's an which is the price you should pay for a CD. Yeah. And in Canada, like even on Amazon, they're in the twenties each. Just think about it for a hundred bucks. For a hundred bucks, you got every studio. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, again, I mean, just for completeness. <laughs> again, yeah. Yeah, most of those, well, all of them you have on CD at least once. Yeah. You have on vinyl at least once, most, most multiple most times. Most of them I have on cassette, and, and some of them I have on cassette multiple times. That's true. No 8-tracks. Oh, that's my next thing. <laughs> oh, my God. For the collection. Anyway, that was uh, something Maiden-related that I got on the trip was these. Because nice. they are literally a third, less than a third the price there in Canada. It's crazy. It's I don't understand why they're so expensive. Yeah, because freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's like, oh, we get, we get free healthcare. Yeah, and everything else sucks. And also they have healthcare in the U.S. Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Defeat mm. is like seeping into, into all, everything. Into everything. You're into so negative everything. tonight. I'm, I'm going to, yeah. I, but the, the viewer stuff is good, so let's get to that. Well, I got Probably. some stuff. I got some maiden news before we get into that. Yeah. Um, nothing big, but more Instagram sightings of maiden in Paris. Yeah. So remember, I can't remember when it was, a few episodes ago, we were saying... Kevin Shirley posted some pictures from That's the right. studio That's right. in, in Paris, the Guillaume Tell studio where they recorded Book Souls. Yeah. Um, and then so there was Yannick got spotted. A guy took a picture with him on Facebook in a pub in Paris. Yeah. Floating Point Audio, that audio uh, equipment company. Yeah. They actually tweeted something or posted something on Instagram or something that said like Something about Guillaume Tell Studio and Iron Maiden. They mentioned Iron Maiden in the post. Yeah. And then Dennis Stratton also posted on Facebook, he uh, wished a happy birthday to Steve Harris and said, have fun in Paris. So there's all these rumors about like Iron Maiden being in Paris, where the studio is, where they recorded the last album. And yeah. then a couple of days ago, some guy named Jags90 on Instagram posted a picture of him. I think he's in a kitchen and it looks like he's giving a bag of oatmeal or something to bruce dickinson he says like i met bruce dickinson so and that's in paris so bruce dickinson is now in paris wow so this kind of makes sense for like kevin shirley going there first the band going there putting down backing tracks and then lastly bruce dickinson showing up to do his vocals mm-hmm. the timeline of the sightings of the band in paris kind of line up with that so i yeah i don't know it seems but still nothing can it's still rumored i i don't feel like We've gone into this enough on the podcast. This okay. is happening. Yeah, I think all you've signs... Had, you've after semi bet 100 points of contact yeah. now. I think all signs point to Maiden currently recording an album in Paris. Yeah, I, n- I never told you this. 
<laughs> but like a week ago, or was it a week ago? I don't know. So this happened. You sent me basically said, I saw this on Instagram. And I saw that on Instagram. And I'm not a big Instagram guy. Yeah. I'm on there. But uh, I don't really go in there too much because yeah. it's, you know, it's, yeah. I don't know. You, I don't have an account, but you can still view yeah. stuff on there. Yeah. Well, I go, I go in there every now and yeah. then. But literally, <laughs> this happened. I'm, I'm laying it on the podcast. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I went in and I follow Adrian Smith's wife. And she posted like, oh, this is me. She's a model from the year I met Adrian. And I ended up down a rabbit hole. Okay. And then, and then I left and I was like, wow. And then I remember like driving home being like, oh, I was supposed to check on the concert. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Adrian did well. Yeah, his wife's very beautiful. She's still beautiful. But yeah. back then... Oh, yeah? Was, Even more beautiful? Well, not more. <laughs> I think women are like wine. Okay, I agree. But all in all, it was I ended up... To, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, I better check Instagram. All of a sudden, I'm like, I'm reading her history. I do that with Wikipedia. Oh, I start reading about a band, worst. and then you, it's like, he was in this band, and I'll like open that in a tab in the background. Yeah. And then I have like, and then I start closing tabs and reading about all this, like this guy's band and this guy's band and this guy produced this album. And this next thing yeah. I know, you're like having it's something to do with like somebody that invented some kind of guitar effect, and you're like, how did I get to reading about this? But uh, I know what you're talking about. I know it's amazing how you could just the the rabbit hole, right? Oh, I forgot to mention also. Yes, Kevin Shirley also posted another picture of him in inside Guillaume Tell Studios yeah. this week. So let's just lay it out, like. They're yeah. recording a studio album I in think. France right now. It looks like yes. It. They're and all in Paris at the the city. I don't want to be saying that they are for sure because yeah, I don't are. want one of these like metal, you know, these metal news things that like they'll be like shocking. You won't believe the shocking discovery on the Iron Maiden podcast yes, reveals. Blah blah blah. Put blah. it out there. Put it out there. This is happening. Right. Okay. It seems like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm making it's... an educated guess that you know that's what's happening. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headline: Leafs defeated from the Stanley Cup. Learned on the Iron Man podcast. Also, new album. <laughs> I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast, possibly the best podcast in the world. The other news I have, yes, Iron Maiden sells out Rock and Rio show in two hours. Two hours, which is they say Iron Maiden, but it's also the Scorpions, Megadeth, and Sepultura, which are huge down there, right? Yeah. So the Who's, metal. How, night, how is that set up though? Who's headlining? Maiden is headlining, so it is yeah. a Maiden night. But I mean, you know, they say Iron Maiden sold out. Ghost sold out. <laughs> Ghost sold out across the board. So that's I'm, I have a paragraph here, like a big article, but I'm not going to read it. That does, you know, I don't need to get into that. Basically, that's the gist of this whole thing. Read it, Nesbitt. <laughs> Iron Maiden sold out all ninety thousand tickets to their headlined Metal Night performance for this year's Rock and Rio Festival in record tire time. In yeah. less than two hours, the band was blah 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 blah. So that's, right. that's a lot of people to buy tickets in a short period of time. That is a lot. Ninety thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. This beer is excellent. It is really, really good. I'm putting this up third or fourth best beer. Another, this is another Maiden related, new Blaze tour dates. You know how he's doing that festival dates where he had, uh, he's doing the all Iron Maiden set list? Yeah. From his time in Maiden? Yes. So he announced four 
new shows in France, uh, October second, third, fourth, and fifth. So you can look those up on Iron Maiden. On you can look those up on Blaze Bailey's website. Okay, so they're going to be later on. So he when is when is he going to debut? Uh, during some summer festival dates, but yeah. apparently he's carrying over the set list to these. So hopefully there'll be even more tour dates. Of- I can't remember now what he's playing. Um, it's all stuff from the Virtual Eleven and X Factor. Yeah. So let's, man, the wind is whipping at the side of the house here. I know. <laughs> but is there is there going to be any overlap with the uh, Legacy of the Beast tour? Because we'll be mid-tour. Then. Oh, right. be great to do a back-to-back. And uh, that would be very cool. Mutual shout-outs, hopefully. That, uh... but also, I, speaking of Blaze Bailey, a friend of the podcast from the I Love It Loud podcast uh, sent me a message. He's going to see Blaze next week. Hmm. And he said he would give us a full report. Nice. So when we have them on, yeah, I don't know. I'll contact him and uh, see if I can line it up. It'd be cool yeah. to get him to give us like a review of the concert. Definitely, see what it's like. Definitely, friends of the show. Yeah, podcast brothers. Yeah, yeah. We've been back and forth. I track their stuff. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got a good podcast. On oh, they have an excellent podcast. Yeah. Bruce Dickinson in the news made honorary citizen of Sarajevo, which seems like old news. Nice. Because this whole like. Uh, we did a whole episode on the documentary. Yeah. Scream for Me, Sarajevo. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get into all that now, but basically they made him an honorary citizen. Of, yeah. A couple of weeks ago. A lot of this news isn't that new, but it's like I bookmark it all. Yeah. And then we do our themed episodes, and then we come up with these news episodes. So it seems kind of old. And this seems like a year old, but I guess it didn't. I thought that this already happened, but it didn't. Yeah. It, and it, well, it's not that, that old, but, yeah. you know... That was awesome. I really enjoyed that. I got to say, that was a period I really enjoyed. Yeah, and and you know the doc, the the, uh, the soundtrack was amazing. Yeah, the documentary was. That was a, that was the episode we did in my shed. We watched the documentary. I remember in watching in your shed, but did we do the episode? And there? then we did. Then we set up the microphones, and immediately afterwards, we did our. Uh, yeah. Our did review. you? Have, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were doing the sound damping there. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I think that was like. In the 30s, early 30s, that episode? No. Yeah, I think it was like 32 or 33. No. Sarajevo? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's way higher. I think you're a liar <laughs> and a thief. But um, it's, yeah, and that's, I can I can see that resonating. Because, you know, in a lot of ways, Sarajevo, the whole situation in Bosnia and all that, that um, has largely been forgotten and kind of pushed down in, in some ways, I would say unfairly. And he put a, a good eye on, you know, there's a lot of good people there trying to live their lives. And, you know, I thought that was awesome. It was an awesome documentary. Really if you haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. But you know, I actually else? have a yeah. extra sealed DVD of that. Yeah. Because I had an extra one. We should do a contest where I give away a copy of that. Because I don't need two of them. Let's do it. An email contest. I think I'm going to come up with one. <laughs> it's going to be a Facebook contest, which would work. Except I'd have to manage it. <laughs> the only other thing I have that's news is the John Lord Concerto for Group and Orchestra. Yeah. Um, it's in Quebec City, Quebec, November 21st. Mm. So Bruce Dickinson is going to be performing as part of that. When's that? That is November 21st. Nice. So tickets are on sale for that already. So this is John Lord is the keyboard player for Deep Purple. Yeah. Um. He put this album out in 1969, so he always had like classical composing stuff going on on the side, and he did this thing with like classical music mixed with rock. So, kind of like Metallica did that S and M Metallica, the symphony orchestra, symphony and Metallica. Like I can't remember when that was in the 90s or 2000s. 
I wasn't a big fan of that. But this is kind of the precursor to that. Yeah. Um, and Bruce Dickinson, I have a quote from him. He says, As many people know, Deep Purple have been a major ongoing influence in my life since I was a teenager, and down the years, I've been fortunate enough to become good friends with all of the band, especially in my collaborations with John Lord. Right now, I'm still deciding on what to perform. So many great Purple songs to choose from. So, I'm thinking he's going to do Child in Time. Because when they originally performed this, when Deep Purple originally performed this, they, they did Child in Time as like a song during the performance. So that would be cool. I would kill to see hear Bruce Dickinson. Have you ever heard that song, Child in Time? No. So this I, is... Wait now. Wait now. Is there a clip? I have I <laughs> have it here on my phone if you want How to play How convenient. I, have, <laughs> I do have one here. So this is Child in Time. This is from my all-time favorite Deep Purple album in rock, which from beginning to end is just amazing guitar playing. And amazing singing. But uh, if I could hear this song sung by Bruce Dickinson, it would blow my mind. If you've been bad, oh Lord, I bet you have. And you've not been here by a flying leg. You'd better close your eyes. So if Bruce Dickinson could pull that off live, I'd blow my mind. I'm pretty sure he probably could. I don't know if he can go that high. Ian yeah. Gillen's like a machine, right? Well, I don't think the the fact that that's high is, you know, I don't know. The transitions are nice, but isn't that a harmony? Yeah, it it's sounds crazy. like a harmony to me. I don't know. What do you mean by harmony? It just sounds like there's, I don't know, he's either like, what do you call it, where like you record and overplay your vocal track on yourself. Yeah, he might have double tracked it, like. But like, yeah, like Nirvana Matt did that Mace on the whole album. album right? that, never mind it. All those vocals are like double tracked, where you just yeah. sing, and then you go back and you sing the exact same thing. Yeah, over and it it's of, not. Yeah. It's not the same track. It's, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds to me like. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's live no, version no depth to that. Like, I don't know. I'm not impressed by that. Oh no, no. You're not impressed by Ian Gillan hitting those notes, right there. No, I mean, you know, obviously, I'm not yeah. on the headphones now hearing it. Yeah, maybe I'm missing the high end of that. But what you just played there, I'm just thinking, as soon as I heard it, I was like, is that a, a two a, a two or three-piece harmony? That's the way I heard it. Okay. Now, well, maybe like, the vocals are so awesome that that's why yeah. it sounds like that. Now, in fairness, in fairness, I'm hearing it. For the first time. Um, and this is yeah. an album that I've listened to hundreds of times. Yeah, and I'm not hearing the quality that, that people that's right. hear when they listen yeah. to the podcast. Right. I'm hearing it through the small speaker here. Um, I don't know. Am I, am I, like, I've never heard that. I mean, am I missing something? Like, is it? This whole album that? is amazing. Uh, I want to hear you sing Yeah, there's something going on in that recording. So share that with me. Okay. And uh, I'll have a listen there. But I, I you know, I'll make I you a playlist what's... for when you're going to Cuba, yeah. you can listen to all the stuff. So what's your point with that, though? I'm just saying Bruce Dickinson's trying to pick a song. Yeah. To to a Deep Purple song to perform. Yeah. At this thing, if he does Child in Time, 
yeah. and there's a, some kind of live recording, even an audience recording or bootleg, yeah. I would kill to hear that. I think it'd be amazing. Cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not knocking Deep Purple. Yeah. I mean, also, they're 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 legendary, and their time is. You know, and the other thing with to the, be honest with you, it's, it's a they've been issue. around for so long yeah. and they have so many lineups. Yeah. I think that I, I would say it's in the teens, the different lineups of uh, like the you know, line, like there's the core members that come and go and stuff, but they're pioneers, they, oh, they yeah. influence everybody. I think they're like, yeah, one of the first, I would say they're yeah. one of the first metal bands, right? Yeah, just like everyone who gives up on life and works at the coffee shop is influenced by the Beatles, good <laughs> bands are influenced by Deep Purple. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, they, yeah, so I mean, I'm not a to be honest with you, I, I really know Deep Purple from my father playing a bit of vinyl. And yeah. I'm not, I, I don't have any of it in my digital library. I yeah. have the vinyl at your house, a few of them. They have so much stuff that it's like yeah. really, it, you need like a good entry point. This In Rock album is like, was the first one I got into and I was like, wow. Actually, I think I got into Perfect Strangers first and came back to this or something. But anyway. Isn't that the funny thing about Cycles too? When you grow up in the 80s, you're like, the 70s are are old but they're not classic yet so you don't yeah. like in the 60s and you don't spend all your time analyzing them but then now like all of a sudden I got like really in the well you were earlier but I got into Zeppelin in the 2000s and it was largely you but I mean now Zeppelin's crazy yeah. they're they're crazy because it's a wave and there was period like I remember in high school like people didn't like Led Zeppelin like because their dad liked Led Zeppelin yeah and there's nothing that right? came out in the 2000s yet that I would say is classic no. Because it doesn't seem like enough time's passed yet for it to be classic. No. I don't know why. Anyway, back to my working up on lots of tangents. Totally. So we got some viewer mail. We do. Well, we got a lot of feedback on Twitter first. Uh, a lot of people tweeted us saying they felt uh, the same way as we did about those No Prayer episodes. Some people disagreed with us. We got a lot of feedback from those. People feel really strongly about No Prayer. Yeah, like good and bad strong. Yeah. I'm and uh, another important Go of for it. We got a few beer recommendations. For more delicious beers. <laughs> Ooh. Um, we had one called the Elysium Space Dust IPA that someone weeks ago recommended to us. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that looks delicious, but we'll never get it here. I had it when I was in Florida. It was amazing. So even the beers that we can't get here. Yeah. I always, I, I, when people recommend beers to us, I have a list of ones they have in case I'm away somewhere and they are there. Mm. I recognize them. So I tried that one and it was as good as the person said it was. Yeah. So the, um, you had the best beer in the world or you, did you? Did you it was one it? of the, it was a very delicious Did IPA. you drink it while the Bruins were beating I drank the it in a pool, actually. In, the, in a pool? <laughs> also, I got celebrating the victory. scared for a second because I also on Twitter, I saw the, uh, this is a company called Pace Consult and they had a, some kind of tweet about, uh, it said the Carton Horses Pub birthplace of Iron Maiden working. On the redevelopment of the pub and construction of additional residential properties. And I was like, please don't tell me they're renovating the Carton Horses. It's a classic. I got kind of concerned. I was like, yeah. I don't want them to turn into some trendy like bar. But then I kind of dug in, looked at this company and looked at some of their stuff on their webpage. Um, it looks like a lot of what they do is like soundproofing and stuff. So yeah. I think it's more like maybe soundproofing for like the noise. And not like a renovation, but I got scared for a second because I was like, "Remember the Ruskin Arms? The yeah. Ruskin Arms? Apparently, we didn't go to it because no. we met people and they said, don't bother going there. It's been renovated. It's like this trendy kind of bar restaurant now.' Yeah, but that's in trouble now, isn't it? Um, I'm not sure what's going on with that now. Something's it closed happened. in 2008, yeah. and then it got renovated and reopened. Yeah, but now I think it's it's not like it that's was. But it was like this. a metal hole in the wall. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going with this because yeah. I remember 
reading just a few weeks ago that something was happening with it. Okay. And then when you, when you said the birthplace of Iron Maiden, I thought they were confusing the two. Man, I think back to that night, though. Oh, my God. Nights. The nights, nights that we spent at Curtain Horses. Horses. Oh, yeah. man, that was so fun. Yeah. I'll One thing they could renovate time. in there, the bathroom. So you're like... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Remember, it's like a broom closet with three urinals in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, it it is pretty tight in there. But uh, I wouldn't want them to even change that. Yeah, the same urinals that Steve Harris peed in. The same ones. <laughs> I know. And had a great, great night with De Bruyne, another Leafs fan. Oh anyway, yeah, he doesn't want to talk to you. Poor De Bruyne. He doesn't want to talk to you right now. Cause, cause <laughs> Do we have any other listener feedback? I'm getting tons of stuff. Like I got this. an email from yeah. a listener, Philip, and he said, Obsessed Maiden fan since 82. And then he goes on. He says, I'm getting a Maiden tattoo next month. What should I get? Let's do a podcast where you guys give me Maiden tattoo advice up the irons. Ooh. Now, he sent this to us a few weeks ago. I hope he doesn't have his tattoo already. Oh, my God. Tell him to reach out if we haven't. I'll tell him one. Okay. So I let's go through some now. Yeah. So the Trooper is a classic. Yes. The Power Slave one is classic. Yeah. Um... I think the Can I Play With Madness cover with Eddie with the, you know, the fist through the head yeah. one would be cool, but it's a little uh, out there. Yeah. Somewhere in time, Eddie is always cool. Yeah. What else are you thinking? So all your ideas suck. Okay. I'm going to tell you the right one. Is it the cowboy cyborg Eddie from The Stranger in the Strange no, Land? No, no, no. What you, what you should do, um, and this was the one I was planning, mm-hmm. the old girlfriend put the kibosh on it, but um, the... Uh, so the maiden fonts for different albums. Like remember we talked about the Book of Soul fonts. Yeah. And how you can get them. Like I think if you're gonna go tattoo Like the runes, the Book of Soul runes. Totally. Fonts, yeah. Totally. And there's an awesome artist locally who does like you know, all kinds of dark eddies and stuff, and I looked at that option, but like having a dark eddy on you, I mean, depends on, you know, what your situation is. Career wise, your family. I mean, let's be honest, like you got a big tattoo of an eddy on your back. It's it can be Yeah, but who's gonna see it at work? Well, it can, but I mean, you don't want your daughters to, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, there, there is a time and place. Yeah. I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm yeah. saying if it fits your life, go for it. I want one, so if you can pull it off, go for it. But when I, but when people want to personalize a message or do something that matters, you can take that message and put it in a maiden font, and then you get both. So let's just like the place where you're from or your name or someone else, put it in the maiden font. I think that's a cool approach. I don't know. I just throw that out there. Yeah. But if, if he wants to do a maiden uh, tattoo and get suggestions on here, why don't we throw it out as a tell him to get in touch? Okay, and then we, we maybe we'll get him to get a video and put it up on Facebook or something. I'll, I'll email him back. Yeah, I was uh, I just kind of bookmarked the email. Yeah, I didn't think it would be this long before we actually start talking about it. So yeah, uh, hopefully he doesn't have his tattoo already. Well, if he does, it'd be cool. We get him to call in. We're talking talk about number him. two. <laughs> okay. The 2-2 two, two tattoo. There's also one I thought that was cool. It's, there's a Book of Souls Eddie, and it's on the Book of Souls vinyl on the center of yeah. the vinyl. And it's like this 10-pointed star with all these runes and the Eddie head. And it's very, like, tribal-looking. Wait, no, you're like talking a, about a, it's a wheel on the disc almost. itself. Yeah, it's like a yeah. wheel. Yeah. That would be a cool tattoo, too. That would be an awesome tattoo. Yeah. All the Book of Souls stuff would be deadly. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be honest? Yeah. I'm nervous that the 17th album can't live up to Book of Souls. That's going to be tough. But I'm nervous. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I've been re-listening now. I'm like... I, I saw on... Okay. I'm nervous. On Twitter, one of these metal things had a poll mm. where they said... It said Book of Souls versus Fear of the Dark. Mm. And I was reading it and it was like Fear of the Dark, Fear of the Dark, Fear of the Dark, Book of Souls, Fear of the Dark. Most people are picking Fear of the Dark. And I was like, obviously... 
and I actually wrote, I don't usually write stuff, replies on Twitter, and I just wrote, like, I feel like everyone who's voting for Fear of the Dark hasn't heard Book of Souls enough. Yes. Because obviously, if you've listened to Book of Souls enough, you would never pick, not put that over Fear of the Dark. I, I can't, um, like, Fear of the Dark? So we haven't covered Fear of the Dark. Yeah. We've covered Book of Souls, have we? Yeah. yeah we have, yeah. yeah. I just feel like because <laughs> we lived blur. through it, we didn't really. Yeah. Um, I would almost argue that that comparison, like, we've done so much, so many angles where it's like early versus late. Yeah. Even is Power Slave 2 this and, you know, Killers and Iron Maiden was rough and it's not the. And we've done all this over analysis. But I, I just have to step back and say if you think the Book of Souls is not better than Fear of the Dark, you're not listening. You're yeah, just, or you dark. haven't listened to it enough. Yeah, you're not getting it. Yeah. I just don't understand. Or you listen to it once or twice and never get into it. Even then. I feel like... Even then. I feel like if you're putting it out to the public, any 80s mm. maiden will beat any post-reunion maiden. Yes. Only because people are more familiar with it. Yeah. It has not... You know what I mean? That's right. So, anyway. I mean, I love... Man, this is the like the tangent, <laughs> tangent oh, episode. This is the tangent episode. <laughs> yeah. I love the early stuff. I peak with peak maiden. Like, yeah. I mean... The Power Slave, Summer in Time, Seven Song, which some people are going to peak with, but Peace of Mind, those yeah. are my cores in oh, yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, but A Matter of Life and Death, you know, Book of Souls through this podcast, Death, Dance of Death, you know, and yeah. X Factor. Now they're all. The, awesome. the, it's not <laughs> as big a variance as people have in their mind. Yeah. They have this wave in their yeah. mind. Of it's, like no, it's like you, get, you get into six. Maiden and you maybe yeah, got into them at, yeah. at, you know, Power Slave. Yeah. Or peace of mind, power slaves. When you get into them, and then you kind of peaked, and then you graduated high school, and you stopped listening to Maiden, yeah. and you only start listening to the. And I'm guilty of that too, because I, I, I have lots of bands where it's like, they, you know, you stop listening to yeah. music at a certain time, and then like, Ghost comes out, and I try to get into it, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm trying hard to get into it. People are recommending. People have been sending me links. I mentioned a couple times that I'm trying to get into Ghost, and I love yeah. the whole idea of Ghost the demon or the faceless ghouls and all that and people have been sending me i got playlists sent to me people yeah. telling me like here's your song listen to square hammer that's the song listen to to get into it yeah and i'm listening to all these like recommendations and i've really listened to a lot of ghost songs that's right i'm pretty familiar with their like their career arc from like the first album where it was like almost like a solo project yeah and then the the, the next albums the eps where they kind of broke up the band and reformed it I've listened to all the eras because people are like, the later stuff's too poppy. You need to go back to this album. And I've listened to like all of it. Luke, from our friend from China, sent me yeah. an email. He's like, listen to this song. This will be the one that gets in. Uh-uh. The one he sent me, I just did not like. I get to a point where I'm like, why am I working so hard? I shouldn't have to work hard to get into a band. I should just have it on and it should catch me and I should just start liking it. I shouldn't have to be like digging to try to find a way. Like, And I was like, I'm not listening to any more Ghost. They're okay. I just, they're, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. see it. So, But a yeah. lot of times this happens with bands. There's a lot of hype. Yes. And I feel like I'm kind of missing out on some great music. That can happen. Yeah. And then, you know. But, yeah. back to where I brought this in. You get this wave of Maiden. Yeah. If you think, it doesn't matter what your view is on it. Yeah. If you think that, like, Book of Souls is down and <laughs> Fear of the Dark is up. Yeah. I think I just, people think of the track for the dark, and they're like, "I love that song. I love the album." I'm voting for that. Fair I think enough. that's and there's of some it. bright spots. Yeah, 
but book is also good. It is so good. What's funny is we sat down today and we were like, ah, oh, we gotta we have to catch up. Uh, what are we gonna talk about? We haven't even talked about what we were gonna talk about. Oh yeah, that's true. So back to the listener. Okay, so we got a lot of listener Listeners. feedback. Here's another listener feedback that we got from talkingmaiden.com slash talk. Yes. Where you can leave an audio message. Hello guys, Maxim here again. Here is some feedback about your podcast. I think that the best thing about your podcast, uh, in addition to doing incredibly insightful, interesting deep dives, which I really like, is your appreciation of everything that makes Maiden great and what makes it by far my favorite band in the world. You appreciate the huge diversity and consistent quality of their body of work. Um, I love all Maiden eras, the Anno albums, the classic 80s albums. I love 90s stuff and especially Blaze era. And I just adore the post-reunion albums. I love that you guys share my passion about all these different eras and, and facets of Maiden's work. I think you appreciate all the solo projects by Maiden family, Bruce's solo albums, Blaze's incredible solo stuff. I'm seeing him in Paris next week and I can't wait. Adrian's albums, Yannick, Steve's. I, lo I love how you analyze all of that. And also, I think you appreciate the integrity and 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 uh, you know honesty of the band. Um, I loved how you compared Maiden still being at the top of their game uh, with Kiss, um, who basically can't perform without lip syncing now. Uh, you get how each and every member of Maiden are you know as humble, down to earth uh, guys that love what they do and are honest to their fans, which is amazing for the scale of fame and, and success that they have. I love how you appreciate it about Maiden. I think because of these reasons and many more, Maiden is a, is a part of my identity, and I feel that you share the same passion about it, which goes way beyond just loving their hit singles everyone knows about. So thank you very much. Thanks for sharing the passion. I love listening to your podcast, and uh, I hope to hear you very, very soon. Thank you. Now that's some feedback. <laughs> oh, that's good feedback. Someone telling us how awesome we are for two minutes. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for... Uh, we had him on before, actually. He left some feedback for No Prayer. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? Like, uh, it's the wind in the sails, isn't it? Like, sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I can listen to this and do this and prep this and, you know, how do yeah. we talk about this? And then someone writes in and goes, my God. It is true. You get, detail. you get one message yeah. like that and yeah. it, like, it is like difference. wind in the sails. Because yeah. we have the next album that we're doing. Uh, I have a big arc done of where we start with yeah. when it starts with Steve Harris buying his first bass. Yeah. And it goes right through every single thing that happened in the lead up to the first album. Yes. And then into the first album. Yes. So the next album we're doing is the first Iron Maiden album. Yeah. And I have, I've been, I don't even want to tell you how much time I've spent on this. I know you spent a ton, but. Because we read, we did this episode. Yeah. Can I give one. my perspective yeah, on okay. this? Yeah. So. Because this was a, a frustrating one for me. Yeah. Because we did the, we were doing the early years, we call right. it. Me and you, we recorded, what, four four podcasts? No, we did, one, we tried to do it in one, and we got no. the first one done. No, no, for no. The no. Early we, we were, we were, yeah, we tried to do one, no, but it was, no, there was a lot more than that. No, we only, I had prepped no. for two. We recorded the first one. And then I wasn't happy with it because it seemed kind of not boring. So I took that, what we did a year ago. Yeah. And I reformatted it and I reorganized it and I got way, I've probably four or five times as deep. I've got a ton more information. 
since then, I've got a ton more books. I yeah. did deep dives. I looked up super obscure websites and interviews with like people that are barely related to me. Yeah, but, yeah, but it was it wasn't I've the depth so much... that was a problem. Like we, we no, we went... it was the depth though because I wasn't happy with it. No, it, no, that wasn't it at all. Yeah, we recorded it. Yeah, and you were frustrated because you're like, oh, I'm just listing facts, and I'm just I'm bored, and this this yeah. is this. But I didn't have interesting yeah. facts. That's the thing. I yeah. just had dates and names. No, you 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 looked at it. You said it's hyper factual. And I remember saying, "Yeah, I was which like, which is but, fine if they're." But I was sitting facts. there, yeah, yeah, and I've, 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 I've referenced. I was yeah. sitting there like, "This is awesome." And then in the end, you listen, to it, you're like, "This sucks." I was yeah. like, "Well, let's rejig it now. We reshape it, and yeah. like, do we split it into eras and yeah. stuff?" And then now you've dug way deeper, yeah, and I've reformatted yeah. it as a lead up to the first album, yes, and I've pulled in a whole bunch more stuff, yeah, and I think I have a really interesting version of it now. Okay, this so, is going to be many, many episodes. It of should the lead be. up to, and it's going to be very detailed. Yeah. So if anyone is like, has been, <laughs> you're always making fun of me for going like super deep and obscure. No, I'm not. I've not on a, this one. Okay. On this one, remember, yeah. remember, I fought. I said, let's do it, and you yeah. said it's not listenable. It's too, you know. Remember this because I didn't yeah. have enough. I was like, I would hit hit a fact. Yeah. I didn't have anything to talk about it, so it's yeah. just like fact, 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 fact. Yeah. Now I have fact. A little bit of story behind it. Fact, a little bit of story. So I ha- I'm much more happy with it now. And that's and that's fair. But yeah. the rest of us haven't been through your process. So when I, I heard it, I've referenced this multiple yeah. times. And I was like, man, you got to get that out there. I was like, y- your breakdown on the early years was awesome. Yeah. Because I've done a, a little bit of reading. And well, if you like that, I have... Excellent. 20, um, between 20 and 30 books about Iron Maiden. Yeah. I went through every single one of them. Excellent. Making points and pulling it all together. And sometimes things contradict. Yeah. And there's a, the timeline of that early pre, before Iron Maiden really formed. Yeah. The timeline of that, there's a whole bunch of different accounts. So I went to the, I actually made references this time because most of the time I just write down stuff and start talking when you're talking about an album. Yeah. But I kind of got the consensus of when this happened. And then, or I looked at interviews with this guy or interview with this guy. Because stuff, this yeah. stuff happened like so long ago right so now i'm pretty confident that i have like an exhaustive history of iron maiden it, as, done as a lead up to it ends right when they solidify the first album lineup and then we're going to go into the first album and do that which is going to be do that's we have also to... huge i have like yeah yeah i think so so that's going to be a big probably six episode arc of like yeah steve harris being born up until the, first, the last track on the first album. And now I'm going to Cuba, yeah. so we can get people's input on this. Yep. Yeah. And before we before we get going, do we? Oh, that's a good idea. I would love it yeah. if people would, people would go to talkingmaiden.com/talk, leave your impressions on the first Iron Maiden album. Yeah. And uh, I'll work that into it because this is going to be a huge. I think this is going to be like the best thing we've done on the podcast. Yeah, and not only that, uh, where could they get the earliest? recordings to listen to like i mean when you go back there isn't to... a lot right i don't really want to get into it now because i'll go down a rabbit hole of like yeah well the the you can get like that well i have that metal from mothers yeah compilation there's axe attack which was like a compilation that came out it yeah. has a demo on it we played the we demo covered those recently yeah. with the with the diano episode yeah and then of course you know the sandhouse tapes and all these things but is there anything the out there... tapes. i have a copy of the sandhouse tapes now i'm gonna pull yeah. that in nice yeah it's just I, I don't know it's a lot better now i think yeah. And when we tried to do it a year ago, because I kind of aborted it. And I yeah. think it would have been a two-hour episode if I had done it 
a year ago. Which back then seemed like a problem. It did seem like a lot. Now. And now, I don't know. Because when you go deep on these albums, we get so much feedback about people, how they love all the detail. Yeah. So, if, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think we've gone too deep yet. I don't either. No. We'll see now after the Molecular come up. So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, viewer feedback. Another thing that we've got feedback on that I want to just address now. I mentioned Queen. I complained about Queen. I think when this uh, Queen biopic came out, I was talking a lot about Queen and how yeah. I can't get into Queen. I've gotten a lot of emails and a lot of people sending me messages. Um, I got one, a guy named Tim on Twitter. He tweeted at us and he said on queen agree 80s is mega cheese except hammer to fall but early 70s stuff is super heavy almost metal-esque father to son liar ogre battle son and daughter to name a few they're all on live at the rainbow which is a fantastic album and i got another one an email from kevin it says nesbitt listen to queen too that should be your entry point that is pure metal album through and through so i only knew basically the hits that i play on radio and night at the opera yeah the album and I did not like either of those. So I actually went and listened to Live at the Rainbow 74 album. And I listened to Queen 2. Because the set list for that album, that's a live album. And the set list yeah. comes from Queen 2 a lot. And it's, it is much better than the stuff they play on the radio. And like I want to like it. And like I was saying about Ghost, I tried. I just can't get into it. It's not for me, man. I, I just I can't get into Queen. I don't know what it is. And I listened to so much Queen, like the early stuff. Because and because I've got, I would say I got fourteen emails from people, and they all say that the early Queen is the stuff that will hook me. It's not hooking me. I just don't like Queen. I don't like the sound of it. What? And I just can't get into it. So something about the Queen harmonies that I don't like. Because I've actually been thinking about this a lot and listening to it and like, what is it I don't like about this? Because I like Brian May's guitar playing and I like his guitar tone a lot. I mentioned yeah. that a few times. I don't like the vocal harmonies. I don't like that like choir vibe of harmonies that comes in. I don't know what it is about Queen harmonies I don't like. Like, compare this harmony. So that's Seven Seas of Rye, which yeah. is Queen fans, like, one of their favorite yeah, that's tracks. Just, that's just bad mix, though. So... I just don't like it. I don't like the sound of it. Compare that to this. Not a prisoner. I'm a free man. And my blood is my own now. Don't care where the past was. I know where I'm going. Out. So the queen one annoys me when I hear that harmony. I, I, I almost cringe when I hear that. I don't know what it is. Yeah. The maiden one. Like, I can't get enough of. Oh you know, God. and it's not... A lot of people say, like... Because I watched a documentary on Queen yeah. on their recording. And I know they do, like, 16 or 24 layers of harmony. You know yeah. what I mean? And they just, like, pile it on. Um, But you I listen... On the live album, yeah. there's just three guys singing. And the harmonies still annoy me. And I love harmonies. I think it's, like, the intervals of the harmonies or something. It's just the Queen ones. They I just don't like the sound of them, and I don't know what it is. And I like some. All my favorite bands have like harmonies. Maiden has awesome harmonies. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite bands is Sloan, and they're all about harmonies. Everyone, you see the good in everyone. You see the good in everyone. 
So to me, these Sloan harmonies, they like rock. The Queen harmonies, they just sound lame to me. I don't know what it is. The type of harmony, like the chords that they're making with their different vocal lines, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. It's like the type, the type of harmonies, the chords that they're making with their voices yeah. in Queen. I just don't like. I don't know why. Okay, cool. Part of what makes Alison Chain so great is yeah. the harmonies, and it's the type. Like it's not a regular harmony. It like listen to the, how amazing this sounds. Laying low, wanna take it slow. No more hiding or disguising truths I've sold. Every day it's something hits me all so cold. You find me sitting by myself. No excuses and I know. So that's like amazing. And you can see how that has a different feel from the Queen harmonies or the ones that are the Sloan or the even the the Iron Maiden harmonies. Someone who knows more about music than me, email me and explain why some of these sound good to me and some don't. It's like you know how there's like major chords and minor chords and stuff? Yeah. I think it's the type of like the interval between the harmonies. And the ones that they do in Queen annoy me, whereas these other ones, I sound awesome. And I know you're sick of me talking about harmonies, but I'm just going to play one last harmony clip. So understand The wasted time, I wasted you for those wasted years Face up, make you stand And realize you're So you, that's the clip you played during the Adrian episode when you were saying, that was his background Right, vocals. I was like, Adrian's background vocals. you were vocals. like, he's good enough to be a lead. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. When yeah. you played that, I was like, immediately, yeah. I love but that. Hear, I hear that, and I love it. I can't oh, get enough of awesome. Adrian and Bruce singing like that. It's amazing. But the Queen harmonies, I don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, but I, yeah. I've given up on Queen. I'm going to put them in the category of Beatles, Ghost. I love Queen. I'm going to say, like, they are a band that I respect. I know they're mega super talented. They like I say that about the Beatles too. They're super talented. Whatever doesn't do it for me, yeah. right? Great band. I respect them a hundred percent. They just don't do it for me. They're not for me. Yeah. Now I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm too drunk now to get into. <laughs> okay. So enough with this uh, talking about bands that we like. But I just wanted to bring this up because um, the reason I got into this is because we're getting the listener feedback. Yes. So these are emails and tweets that we've got and. Enough with the Queen ones. I just went into my Queen rant for like the yeah. last 10 minutes. Probably everyone's bored of me talking about Queen. I fell asleep. And what I don't like. Beer. But uh, we keep. But I do love getting recommendations and advice on bands. And I listen every single band that people send to me. I listen to. Or I put in a playlist to listen to. And I gradually get through them. So mm. a lot of them I haven't listened to yet. But I have a playlist in Google Music. Um, James listener james from new zealand sent us dream troll which i listened to a couple times sounds promising haven't really listened to it much a uh, guy neil from dublin emailed us yes he has a band called lugosi he sent us a youtube link on facebook which you forwarded to me because i'm not on facebook yeah we've been we've been we've been friends on facebook okay so you just missed it i know i'm not on facebook. You're, you're you're in the whatever <laughs> it's a song called white witch yes and so i was awesome. like oh, i'll give this a listen it's an awesome song i'm gonna play a clip 
for it. He sent us a link to it. Do it. I assume he's okay with us playing it on, on the podcast. This is uh, Lugosi. This is the song White Witch. Thunder cracks loud, lightning strikes from the clouds. A storm it is gathering now. Time passes by in the blink of an eye. Your memory we cannot allow. Time turns to dust, mixing dirty with rust. Never you'll return no more. A hex on you, white witch, now is our time. Now we have even the score. Days are gone of the white witch, baby. Darkness will now rule the land. Magic is gone from the white witch, baby. Sacrifice woman and man. I've been following the band a little bit, um, just checking in on them every now and then. Yeah. They have an album coming out called Rise from the Grave, and they have a new song out called Man's Best Friend, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, he, he linked it to me on Facebook, and I was loving it. And uh, back and forth, good dude, big fan of the show. Yeah. Basically, I just need a band to grab me somehow. You know what I mean? A lot of bands don't. Uh, that's kind of how I feel like with Ghost. It's like, okay, it's, I like the riffs, and it, it just it doesn't do it for me. Some of these bands, they do it for me. Some of them, they don't. But I love people sending us recommendations for bands that would like. And this all started when we were like, I was complaining about how I couldn't find any new metal that I like. Yeah, so that's awesome stuff. Uh, Neil, um, I think he's from Belfast originally. Okay. Um, I thought he said, I think the band says Dublin on their They're from Dublin, page. but okay. I think Neil, I, I, you know, I'd have to check my history. Yeah. But um, from, from chatting with him, I, I think he's okay. from Belfast originally. Yeah. So, so you've been back and forth with him on Yeah, Facebook? Neil and I have okay. been back and forth. And I, 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 Because uh, the original email was weeks and weeks ago. Yeah, and you well, forwarded it, you yeah. forwarded it to me. And yeah, that's we've had I a long chat yeah. online and, yeah. you know, we, we get lots of messages on Facebook, but I mean, I've always been back and forth and he sent through some great links and I think you got most of them but anyway i wish we had more to plug on them website wise and where they're going so but awesome stuff yeah and we've had a few people send us uh like links to their bands before yeah actually one there's this one guy eric yeah sent well he sent you a message on facebook and josh handles the facebook so he he i was like he told me that someone sent him a link to a band i was like send it email it to me because i'm not on facebook so he emailed it to me so i get this link that josh sends me oh yeah i checked out this band called crown of command and it was pretty cool. Um, I liked it so much I went to their... They have a site on bandcamp.com. And I bought their... Like, they have a three-song digital EP. And I bought it. I listened to it a bunch of times. Love it. And I emailed him back and was like, thanks for the recommendation. Crown of Command. This band is awesome. And then he writes me back. And he's like, thanks. And I was like, uh, I didn't realize he's in the band. Yeah. So he's like, I didn't know because I wasn't on the Facebook message, the original yeah. one. So I was like, and I was like, I'm glad I liked it. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't something I didn't like. And I was like, sorry, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> But I emailed sucks. him back and I was like, this he's is got... awesome. And he's like, thanks, that's my band. And I was like, oh, phew. <laughs> <laughs> 
imagine if you had a back then, like, these guys are worse than Queen. <laughs> They're the worst. But I really liked it. It had a really cool, like, yeah. Judas Priest painkiller vibe. So this is a band recommendation. Yeah. I didn't realize the guy that recommended it was in the band until after. guitars awesome solos killer vocals i love pain i compared it to painkiller era judas priest which is i love yeah. um it has like think? a king diamond merciful fate kind of vibe yeah. that song is called eclipse of reason the band's crown of command where did you get that from bandcamp.com i went there and i bought their nice. bought their digital ep yeah that's that's actually that's really good yeah like the quality is awesome yeah it's awesome yeah so uh yeah it's funny because yeah like i said i didn't realize the guy yeah. Was in the band. Yeah, but. it's funny sometimes. Like when, <laughs> when someone sends that in, you're like, "Oh, what am I going to listen to?" I mean, that was that was well produced. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. We had a listener, Anton. He recommended some bands before. He recommended a whole. He's done us a whole bunch of other bands. Yeah, we don't have time to get into them all now. But I'll. Uh, there's one called Halas. It has an umlaut over the first A. So is that Halas? Halas. I don't know how you pronounce that. No idea. He says, a Swedish band playing a combination of 70s prog and new wave of British heavy metal. Great band with great twin harmonies. Nesbitt will like these guys. And he was right. I do like these guys. So these guys are halas. I'm just going to play a short clip of them. guys i love those little yeah. guitar fills in between that's yeah. cool i like the harmonies got going there yeah that's cool yeah. another band that he recommended is called satan's hollow um so this is what he says um an american band that captured what i like most about maiden good guitar leads with good guitar tones obviously subjective ha 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 and a vocalist with range and more importantly attitude unfortunately they are only on youtube Bandcamp, and physical copies they are one of my absolute favorite bands at the moment, together with Maiden. Let that sink in. Um, then he says, I love the pod guy, podcast, guys. Keep it up. And anyway. <laughs> you left it the bad stuff. <laughs> I left it. Yeah. So I listen to these guys. 
I streamed their full album on Bandcamp. They have awesome riffs. They're a great metal band, too. They're called Satan's Hollow. So they're they're pretty awesome too. I know what he means by the guitar. Like it's they're pretty solid. I listened to the whole album. Yeah. It's good. And he also recommended this really band. Nice. Uh, he says at the end of his email, he says, "Listen to Attic Demon if you w- want your mind blown by a Portuguese Bruce Dickinson clone." What? And this guy sounds so much like Bruce Dickinson. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. Listen to this. Like, I can't get over how much that guy sounds like Bruce Dickinson. That is creepy. It's, it is creepy. Slash awesome. Like I'm, like, I'm like, do I like it because it sounds so much like Maiden? Or do I hate it because they're, like, That's cloning Maiden? That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Am I, like, I don't know, I what, I don't I know like how to feel I, right I know. now. <laughs> I'm so, it's wow. It's so much like that Maiden. That guy is awesome, though. Awesome voice, though, yeah. I want to hear more of that. Yeah. Well, Attic can, Demon, they're called. Can you send me all that? Uh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So how lots can play of cool- more of that stuff? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> How do we wrap that into? The, yeah, man, that guy's awesome. We'll return to them on another podcast. Wow, well, but they this. sound a lot like Iron Maiden. They do. Yeah, yeah. But lots of cool recommendations. I've got a ton more to get through, and I love getting them. So people keep sending them. I've got a playlist with like a ton of albums in it wow. that I'm just kind of listening through and stuff. Every now and then it'll jump out to me, and some of the ones I brought out today were ones that kind of jumped. Out at me from like the, the recommendations we've been getting. Um, I don't know. None of them kick my ass the way the very first one. Remember we had a listener named River. It was back in March of 2018. Recommended Night Demon. That's how we first heard of Night Demon. Yeah. And that's how we got turned on to them. They became like one of our favorite bands. And as soon as I heard them, I was like, these guys are awesome. And they just grew on me and grew on me. Yeah. You know. And then we even had Jarvis from Night Demon on the podcast talking about Maiden. Yeah. Um, he's a total maidenhead. He's like a co-host now. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the yeah. podcast for sure. Anyway, thanks River again. He turned yeah. us on to Night Demon, which is like one of me and Josh's favorite bands. Yeah. We, I went out and bought all their stuff on vinyl and I listened to them all the time. Yeah. That newest live album is awesome. River goes way back. Have we yeah. heard from her recently? We should Um, it. yeah, I sent her a t-shirt after yeah. she recommended a Talking Maiden t-shirt. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Awesome. I'm still looking on the Night Demon website. They have this cool like red T-shirt that just says Night Demon. It's just the logo. Nice, uh, but it's been out of stock. It's only in like small and XXL or something like that. I'm waiting yeah, for the medium to come back in stock. But basically, we were complaining. Jarvis, that's me. I want you to bring me a shirt. <laughs> but basically, we were complaining. This all, this whole thing about having episodes where we talk yeah. about band recommendations. Yes, is I was like, I love Maiden. I don't yeah. like any of the new metal that I hear. 
and people started sending us stuff and it was all pretty awesome yeah and you know what they're they're right to do that because yeah. man we can get so stuck in our ways yeah you know and we get we get we get caged up and like we were talking about it today, Deep Purple, and you know, and and we get into this period, and we only want yeah. to listen to these things. It's and, true, yeah. You know, and then we we talk to people, and we're like, oh, you have to listen to Army, you have to listen to this, and they're like, well, I'm listening to this, and yeah. it's all period specific. So, yeah. like, if you don't get if if you don't have a way for people to influence you and tell you what's going on, then yeah. you're just gonna miss it. On good I stuff. guess we always complain about it, but I guess that's like the people that can't get into the newer Maiden albums. They're yeah. the way we are with like, oh, I stopped listening. To, I, you know what yeah. I mean? I guess I don't know. I mean, we're too hard on the people that can't get into the new stuff. But it is really awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, like Maiden is such a body work. I mean, I've become a fan of this, all the studio albums. But yep. the, the, the periphery stuff, like, I'm still very choosy. You know? I'll take Silica, Silica Messiah all day long. Oh, yeah, totally. But, like, you know, Paul Diano, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> you don't right? hear Gog Magog ever yeah. again. <laughs> it's, it's interesting for me because I've been just journeying through this with you. Yeah. And, like, most of the stuff I don't know. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, you know, everything I've learned from Maiden is from yeah. you. I want to do the urchin yeah. stuff as yeah. an episode on urchin. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold my breath. That's the Adrian Bane. Oh, I know You'd that, like but I'm not gonna hold my breath. Okay, yeah, it could be good. Yeah, no, yeah some of that battle st- zone stuff you liked at towards the end. I did. Yeah, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. I don't yeah, expect yeah. any amazingness yeah. out there. Although I was blown away, I was blown away by Silicon Messiah. Yeah, I told you you would like that one. Yeah, Because I went from a guy who didn't like Blaze to that being my favorite solo album. Yep. Like, it's so good. I still listen to it. Yeah, oh, I do too. I still listen to it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I put it it in my, like, top three or four or five Maiden albums now. It's up there. Uh, They they all cycle. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I guess... We're almost to like an hour and a half. I think this is like our longest episode ever. Yeah, we were like, ah, oh, we should just We catch sat up. down and we're like, I've got a couple of little yeah. news items about like Maiden that we can talk about, but I don't know if we're going to, we're like, well, if it only yeah. comes up to like 45 minutes, that's fine. It doesn't have to oh, be an hour. Oh, has it got to do with the pinball? And now we're at like an hour and a half. I know, but <laughs> That's like, what those extra beers do. They get us yeah. chatty. Get us chatty. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Yeah. This beer was insanely good. Insanely good. Yeah insanely good and the 11 percent beers get us uh, going they get us going <laughs> and the early years stuff any input if you want to be in the early years episodes send us a message ironmaiden.com slash, slash talk talk ironmaiden.com slash talk any opinion you have on that really early early maiden yeah or if they have like some insight on what makes that first album because I think that first Maiden album is like a classic. Like oh. it just compared to everything else that's around at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any any kind of opinion you have on any of those tracks? Yes. I'll work it in for sure. And any take on the early members? Yep. Anyone you know that you feel that should be mentioned? Yeah. Don't be afraid. Talkingmaiden.com slash talk. Get it in there. And get us on Facebook. Yeah. Talkingmaiden.com. Send find our email if there's anything you want to talk to us about. And I guess that's it, Nesbitt. That's it, man. That was a long one. The Leafs are out, the Bruins are in, and you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Until next time, up the irons and down the hops. Up the irons and down the hops. (laughs) 